I'm Cynthia Collier. And I'm Paul Walstead. And this is the Digital Tools Real Life Podcast from Warner Booth. And today we're talking about human understanding. Well, now, let's see. We have on the bags. We have who's on first, what's on second. I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. What silly name? I say who's on first, what's on second. I don't know who's on third. Are you the manager? Yes. You know the fellow's name? Well, I should. Well, then who's on first? Yes. I mean the fellow's name. That's it. That's who? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The first baseman. Who? Have you got a first baseman? Who is on first? I'm asking you who's on first. <laughs> That's the man's name. <laughs> okay, that never gets old. Oh, it doesn't. It's a lot of fun to listen to these two people misunderstand each other. Yeah, it's interesting that misunderstandings can be funny Uh when when we're listening to them. But when you're in the middle of them, they can be really hard. So we're a digital technology company, and we're developing digital tools to try to help people live better lives and Mm -hmm. connect more. Um, Is it possible for us to find real understanding in this digital world? Yeah, I think it's possible. But, you know, even a face-to-face conversation gets us in trouble a lot of times just because of our habits and practices. And when you layer the digital technology on top of that, it can be even more tricky. We had a, my husband and I had a misunderstanding a few years ago. And it was so fun to have you and Eric come in and share the story with us. The way I remember this is it was a Sunday morning. We were busy. We were getting ready to go. We were getting the kids fed, getting everybody going. You had places to go. And the phone rings, It's and I pick it up, and it's the piano teacher. And she says that she needs to move Caleb's lesson later that week. And so we talk about what she uh, wants, and uh, I say, sure, that will work out. Yeah, we can work that out. That'll be fine. Thanks. Okay, great. We'll see you then. Goodbye. And, and so then I said, what was that? because I had heard her change from one morning to another morning, and we had just figured out how we were going to get everybody to where they needed to go during the week, and, and you who were, was going to take what. And because of we had to get kids to different places at the same time, you were arranging your work schedule to help out with that, and that's how we had set it up. And so Right, and so I felt like here she's going to making this change without being, even consulting me, or even considering what an impact this is going to make on my week. And and I said, it's all right, Eric. I can work it out. Don't worry. Well, how are you going to make it happen? If it's so easy, how are you going to do it? And I said, well, I'll, I'll just get a neighbor to help out. And I said, we can't impose on our neighbors like that. So I was getting very upset and indignant. I, I guess I just, I was like, he is so controlling. I can't believe how he's just not letting me do this. And I, I said, it's no big deal. And that just struck me to the heart. I just was so offended by that. And I just said, I just don't think this will work out. You've got to call her back and figure out something else. I said, all right. I went back to the phone. I picked it up. I called her up. She didn't answer. I left a message saying my husband is not um, okay with how we set this up, and I will need to call you again and work something else out. And I hung up the phone. For the next couple of days, it was just... Very cold and and didn't speak very much. And... um, I was, I was feeling like, okay, we, we've got to just kind of get to the bottom of this. This is silly. We should, we've just got to talk. And so when you got home, I said, Eric, I'm really sorry that things got so rough. I just, I just want you to know that I really feel like I can handle it, that, that, you know, changing the piano lesson for one week, I can do that. It's not a problem. And I said, she only wanted to change for one week? <laughs> And I was quite amused because it had not occurred to me until that moment that you thought that this was a permanent change forever. 
And so you started laughing, uh-huh. and the children started laughing uh-huh. because I had no idea that she was just calling and rearranging for one week. <laughs> I could see even as you were doing it, and as Eric was here recording it with you, that there, this was still, you're still thinking about this. Yeah, I ask myself now as I'm listening, it seems so easy. Why didn't I just, early in the misunderstanding, why didn't I just say, Eric, it's just for one day. What are you so upset about? And then it would have been solved. Right. And he says, oh, wait, one day. Yes. Uh, oh, we can do that. Yes. That doesn't upset the whole thing. And the thing that would have led me to think that way and say something like that is me understanding my purpose differently with regard to him. And this is just the kind of thing our friend Nate Mitchell talks about. Nate is the co-director of the Anastasi Foundation in Mesa, Arizona. And this is a program that helps youth and families come to greater understanding together. And he talks about this as the why of our relationships. Why are we in this conversation? Why are we in this relationship in the first place? Let's listen to Nate. At some point in our session, I asked this question, have you figured out why you're here yet? As the weeks go by, they're closer to the end of the program. I asked them that question, have you figured out why you're here yet? And they'll start to say things like, I think I'm here to help my family heal. I think I'm here to help that kid that I didn't know before. I think I'm here to meet these people and to become part of this. I think I'm here to break the cycle of abuse that's in my family for generations. It's amazing that these kids can find such rich purpose in their lives uh, simply by answering this question. And of course, they're in the wilderness and they've been out there for a little while and they're developing this relationship with their therapist and they're opening up. And I think we can do this in the digital space as well. We can learn to ask these kinds of questions. Have you figured out what your purpose to be on Instagram is. When I try to figure out why I'm here on Instagram today, it invites me to think about other people. Is an invitation to think about what you can give. And if we could make that shift when we go on to a social media uh, situation, because so we just feel this deficit, right? And we want to, to feel connection meaning that we want people to feel connected to us. We want to have a certain number of likes. We want to have certain people who read and appreciate the post that we put there uh, on wherever it is, right? But if we change that to, can I give a feeling of connection? What can I do that will help someone else feel connected to the world, to life, to meaning? What can I give them? That might help us. So we're learning a lot about the human role of coming to an understanding, what we can do ourselves. Is there something more, though? Well, we've spent a lot of time thinking about how our digital technology can help us. It was interesting to hear that Nate was thinking about it as well. A total pipe dream. Like, I don't think it could ever happen, but I know that like somebody somewhere is collecting big data. So I was, I was just kind of having this idea, like, what if we could have... Uh, an app on my phone, and every time that I walk into a room, I get this notice, this notification that says, four people in this room need your help within the next 10 minutes. And you don't know who they are. And that will bring your head out of your screen and into the eyes of the people to try to figure out who those are. You maybe you can go find one of them. 
Maybe you'll share a smile or a conversation with somebody. Maybe that wasn't one of the four. But that still will bring us into a different world. They'll bring us into a different kind of connection. You know, Cynthia, there are technologists out there right now working on digital tools that will encourage us to find the purpose in our relationships. And while we're waiting for those tools to emerge, we have tools at our disposal in our own hearts right now that will help us to really reach for understanding with one another. I'm Paul. And I'm Cynthia. And this is Digital Tools Real Life from Warner Booth. <laughs>